0: Hello, hello, hello! Look who's back. back! Back again. Shawn is back. Tell all your friends.
1: with us for a long time, even from the beginning, and we cannot say thank you enough. And I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately, how do you make your own podcast? Well, it's simple. I use Anchor. anchor Anchor.fm, which is the website, or there is an app, or you can go on your computer, whatever you want to do. It's the easiest way. Um, It is run through Spotify, so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to Distribute your podcast out onto, and there's lots of different, it'll stream to at least I think 10 different platforms or more. If, um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So, no matter where your setup is like, you can start creating today, today, and tell me what your podcast name is because you know I'm going to listen. Then, you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me. Even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening! Today's episode is sponsored by Relief Factor. Pain from everyday living, exercise, or just getting older is one of the leading causes of trips to the doctor and sleepless nights. It interferes with daily activities and can even keep us from spending time with the people that we love. If you have everyday pain, it stands to reason you need something you can feel comfortable with taking every day. That's why doctors invented a 100% drug-free relief factor. Now, tens of thousands of customers are using Relief Factor every day to become mostly or completely pain free. Woo woo! 100% Drug Free Relief Factor features four key ingredients that each work on a different metabolic pathway to support your body's natural healing processes to respond to pain and inflammation. Now, you can try Flash Relief also. The three week quick start retail price of almost seventy dollars is now available to our listeners for just nineteen ninety five. Yeah, you heard right, nineteen ninety five. Head to the link in our show notes to find out more. Start your journey to better health and less pain today with Relief Factor. Oh um, <laughs> Wyoming. Because they're still not here.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, and, yeah, please tell Wyoming. <laughs>
1: Wyoming for the,
0: <laughs> Wyoming, are you out there? Golly, Wyoming. Every,
1: I know, and I keep checking, and you know, I was listening to the Weekly Variety again, because I love those girls. If you don't mm-hmm. listen to their podcast, go now don't and listen. It. Well, well after right this now. episode, Thanks. but afterwards, yeah. You know what I mean. Um, Alaska, especially. But I don't know if something's been off with, um, oh my God, Anchor, that's what I use. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's been off, but. Then again, it's been telling me when we have new countries, because now we're at 55. <gasps> Why? Who? Who
0: made 55? Poland.
1: Poland. Guernsey? Hey, Guernsey. Hello? I didn't... I can't lie to you. I didn't know Guernsey was a country. Hey. <laughs> I was I was like... Uh, that's how I think how I felt about Antigua and Barbuda. That was in, like, the Caribbean. I'm like... What the
0: hey, fuck? we love so, you both. Hello, Thank you.
1: Poland and Guernsey. Guernsey. I'm like... I don't I don't know. We're like becoming ranked in certain countries too. Thanks,
0: thanks, and please be sure to review. Yeah, rate right to out right now and and review us. That would be fantastic. Tell or us why after. we're terrible
1: or wonderful or both. Yeah. Um, it helps us out for sure. Criticism is welcome as long as it's constructive and yeah. not hateful. Yeah. Not that we've had anybody hateful at all.
0: But, I mean, there's going to be those people, and it yeah. is what it is. So. so I'm
1: like like the worst thing that if was told you, if was... If you
0: want to take the time out of your day to be mean, then take the time out of your day to be mean, whatever. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. We're fine. But fine. preferably Don't. take the time out of your day to write something positive so that you end it on a positive note, and then you feel enlightened, and you just feel like a happier person because you know we're always talking about enlightened positive things on this podcast in the beginning
1: (laughs) and then we're like turns off the lights hello
0: (laughs) it's murder murder murder
1: we're here to ruin your day (laughs) and this case is definitely
0: (laughs) one this
1: isn't even like and i don't No, this one isn't even this isn't a murder one but it's just as disgusting
0: i'm sorry i just need to i love you don 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 we love you so much And I'm so excited to get those fucking brownies. Just throwing that out there. She's having
1: a fundraiser. 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 <laughs> um,
0: to help out because to she's got to go um, stay. Is it in Wichita? I think so. And um, she's got to stay there with this with the surgeries that are happening because of the cancer and all this and all that. Um, with a mastectomy. So but she did just have her last chemo treat. Chemo, tre- chemo, chemo. I'm fine.
1: And um, if you guys are interested, um, she's got bracelets on her page. Um. Um. If you guys want to go like really deep dive and creep, um, you can buy a bracelet.
0: Yeah. Well, what's the what's her where we what's the name of her page? Pause for the no, cause. I have no idea, and I'm gonna pause. Ah! Nicole okay. found it because
1: she's the boss. And it took me a minute. So yes, we're fighting back is what her page is called. Three exclamation points. Three exclamation points, and we're, we're fighting. We are
0: fighting back because we're all in this together. Heck. Okay. Fucking yeah. We'll call. We so, love you, Don. Go yes. support our Don. And yes. then all cancer people. So everyone. Yeah.
1: Every battler, survivor, everyone. Um and we'll have that link in the show notes for today. Um that way you guys can go check that out. And um, they glow in the dark.
0: Yes, but yeah. I've got mine because Nicole got me one. Scared the awesome.
1: crap out of me the first night because I didn't know <laughs> they glowed in the dark. And Arlo's like, Mama, what's on your wrist? And I'm like, that <laughs> is a bracelet. Awesome. <laughs> and it's really bright. Like, I kind of love it. Even though, yeah, the first night it I went to go itch my own face and I smacked Hello. my own arm. It was great. <laughs> so.
0: Anyway, um, shout out to Dawn. We love you. Go check out her website. That's helped support her. Um, she needs some money to be able to stay in Wichita while she's, she's doing the surgery stuff, so, yes. um, any, any little bit helps, um, you want to buy brownies or you don't, just donate, um,
1: um, yeah, well, uh, I don't know how many more, I'll reach out to her, because I know she has Venmo, and I think Venmo. Cash App, and so we'll, we'll get and all PayPal. that information,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and PayPal, well, all the monies, you can let her know if you go to, we're, fighting back, fighting back, I keep wanting to say Survivors, so, because she, Cause is, she a is a dance-something
1: yeah. I'm leaving. Bye. So now let's talk about some not-so-awesome people.
0: Okay. Oh, love you, Dawn. Now we're going to get back to the show. Okay, bye. I mean, I mean, hi. <laughs> okay, hi. Okay. Hi, Babylonians. So <laughs> this one, <laughs> welcome back. Did you miss us? God bless America. Like Friday, go back on vacation. <laughs>
1: honestly i mean it's always a hot mess express i mean even with ian here last week love you also ian yes um okay so this was just a case i stumbled across um this isn't i don't think anybody sent this in if you did please let me know because i don't remember i started writing notes beside everyone who sends them to me if it's Mm -hmm. not nate because we know how awesome nate is we've got several of his Suggestions for the next couple of weeks um, episodes, <clears throat> but this is this guy is called the Beast of Jersey. Oh, not um, to be confused with Jersey Shore. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. Um, but and it's not like New Jersey either. Um, it's a different country, the Channel Island of Jersey actually. Um, his name is Edward Paisnel. 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 Okay. I don't know. Um, and I want to let you know Sounds that like
0: cock taco to
1: me. No, just the, yeah. the fact that you say things and the fact that what <laughs> it ends up pertaining to later on, just kind of blows me away. <laughs> <Cuck>. Okay, <laughs> um, I wanted to give credit to the cr- true crime enthusiast and History Daily for that's where I got a bunch of the uh, articles and notes from. So, um, like I said, it's a Channel Island of Jersey, and a lot of people when they first think of that, I think of the 1980s TV series Rack. Bergerac? Bergerac? Okay. Or Jersey cows. But more recently, however, it's been um, linked to awful allegations of physical and sexual... Just a big old trigger warning for this whole thing. There's a lot of um, sexual child abuse. Oh. Um That stretched back for a bunch of years, and that concern, um, that concern a former children's home on the island of oat da la <laughs> I you said
0: that.
1: Oat yeah, I looked it up how to s- pronounce that. Thank you. Um, these allegations have led to the Jersey, pol- oh my God, led to Jersey police recording claims of abuse for more than a hundred people who have recounted tales of physical and sexual assaults they had suffered both at the home and at the hands of pe- people connected with the home. That I'm done now. Um, even famous people such as the notorious pedophile Jimmy Savile and the late actor Wilfred. Bramble um, were both accused of attacks on people there in decades gone by. The allegations in this is ongoing, and are um, horrific enough horrific enough, but are not the first not the first such evil to have blighted the island of Jersey. Oh so this dates back to the islanders. Um, it says the reign of terror started in 1957 in November. The first. Um, assault happens to a 29-year-old nurse who was waiting for a bust in, oh boy, a bust, not a bust, I'm fine, it's in Monte A. Lobby? Lobby? Wow. Labby? Yep. L apostrophe A. B. B. E. <laughs> I can't even spell right. Um, She was attacked by a man. Did you
0: Sorry. Keep going. I'm leaving.
1: <laughs> she was attacked by a man wearing some kind of covering over his face and was attempting to use an Irish accent and um as his MO begins out it, he drags her into a field and she is sexually assaulted. Mm. Um and the mask gives me serious um oh what is it called uh like Texas chainsaw massacre mask mm. like Looks like human, but isn't human because... they're
0: we, y Yep. Of yes,
1: mm-hmm. 100%. And we'll definitely have pictures of that um, on our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. So, she was... Um, the, this nurse, I don't know if it ever says her name, uh, she was quite injured and left with wounds that needed many stitches. Mm. Um, so, that was in November. The following year, in March, so four months later, a 20-year-old woman was walking home from a bus stop and was attacked in the parish of trinity and had a rope put around her neck she too um in what was to become the signature of this attacker was dragged into a field and raped so march now we're moving to july that year a 31 year old woman was walking home from a bus stop was attacked by what the signature fashion of the offender rope around the neck dragged into a field raped or indecently assaulted um, the same thing happened to a young girl walking home in the parish of, I'm going to guess, Growlville in August. So, we went from July to August. Like, he's getting, bringing these closer and closer together. And to a 28-year-old woman attacked in the parish of St. Martins in October of 1959. So, although indecently assaulted by the man, um, this the, the last, the 28-year-old woman was able to fight him off quickly enough for him to flee startled and the former was not so lucky. So... Uh, detectives noticed several recurring themes throughout each description of the attacker given by the victim and when pooled this team led them, they were all committed by the same man. Each agreed that the man was aged early to mid forties. He's about five foot six and offered or affected to use an Irish accent. Some so but it was
0: obvious that it wasn't real. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It?
1: Because I'm not sure. I'll have to see where Jersey is located because I'm not 100% sure at this moment. Um, some of the victims described the attacker as wearing a rope or a cord around his waist and would restrain the victim by tying their hands together. They also said that he smelled musty. I'm like, that's uh-huh. disgusting. Considering we're sitting here breathing in tea tree. feel oh, that we just put on my dog's fleece. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd rather smell that, I guess. Nice. Uh, coupled together with the pattern of Placing a rope around the victim's neck and using the location of a field for the assault, um, they sus- suspected a serial attacker who then became known as the Beast of Jersey. Um, in 1960, the attacker added sinister twist to his modus operandi. He attacked indoors, which was, um, and he also changed his preference of victims. Oh boy. Um. So, like I said, he changed, um, his as it says modus operandi. He attacked indoors. He also changed his preference of victim. The attacks increased in both frequency and ferocity. Okay. Big big Okay. Yep. So trigger warning for this part, um, just because of the age. Uh in the early hours of Valentine's Day in nineteen sixty, a twelve year old boy was asleep in his room in the region of Grand val Va Vaux, sure. Um he was awoken by a man who would climb through his bedroom window. The boy had the rope placed around his neck, was let outside, and was indecently assaulted. Then the following month, a 25-year-old woman who was at a bus stop in St. Berlade, I'm gonna guess, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering these names, was offered a lift in a rover car by a man claiming to be a doctor on his way to pick up his wife, quote-unquote. She accepted and during the journey noticed he was wearing a cap and a duffel coat Duffel coat? Okay. Gloves, but could not make out his features due to the darkness. Remember, he wears a creepy gross mask. He drove the car into a field, overpowered her, punched her, threatened to kill her, and tied her hands behind her head. She was then dragged out into the field and raped, placed back in the car, and driven away. However, she managed to escape the vehicle and scream for help, but the attacker managed to get away. So she got out of the car. Um, so that was... what did it just say? Uh, Valentine's, around Valentine's Day. So now we're into March 1960. Like I said, he's not wasting any time. Um, A 43-year-old mom and her 14-year-old daughter were in a fairly isolated cottage in the St. Martin Parish, underwent um, a horrific experience. The mother woke around 1230 a.m. by the phone ringing downstairs. She, of course, went to answer it, lifted it, and was heard nothing but a click and then the dial tone. She goes back to bed, but was awakened an hour later by a sound downstairs. She goes to investigate, but when she reached the bottom of the staircase, lights abruptly went out, and she heard someone in the living room moving around. In the dark, she made for the phone to call the police, but of course the lines had been wrenched out. She was confronted by the, a figure of a man who grabbed her and demanded money. He was very rough with her and threatened to kill her, and left the woman immediately when he heard the daughter coming down to investigate the commotion. Wow. So the woman took the chance to flee and raised the alarm at a nearby farmhouse and upon returning to the cottage found her daughter um she was still alive but had been horrifically raped and Wait a minute. H-
0: so there were two daughters? I'm so confused.
1: So she leaves that she took the chance to flee
0: with her daughter still in the house? Yeah. Oh, Okay. I wouldn't have Sorry, left my I daughter. Sorry. I don't know. I, g- I can't say I w- I don't think I would have. Yeah. But that's um, fucking what
1: but yeah, but left the woman immediately when he thought, he, or when he thought he heard the daughter coming down to investigate the commotion. So she go, she goes to the neighbor, comes back
0: and finds her daughter had been horrifically oh, raped. Oh God! And so, then the guilt she felt because she didn't right. go get her daughter. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.
1: Yep. So Oy. that was March. Now we're in April. Another 14-year-old girl in La Roque, La Roque, okay. R O Q U E, awoke in her bedroom to find a man wearing a strange-looking mask though he took off when the child screamed. Um, in July of that year, an 8-year-old boy no. was abducted from his home by a man wearing a raincoat who had indecently assaulted him, led him home, and left him on the doorstep. Um, the attack stopped for the rest of the year, so that was July, and then he um, again starts up in February of 1961. This uh, 12-year-old boy in the Mont Co- Cochon, Cocon? Area um, in the same fashion. Attack on the, and then an attack of an 11-year-old boy in the Saint Parish of Saint Savior in March of the same year, and a brutal rape of an 11-year-old girl in Saint Martin's in April. Mm-hmm. By now, the Beast of Jersey had been at large for over three years. The police had um, investigations, but had got nowhere closer to catching him. Feeling pressure from the press and scared public, Jersey police had summoned yet from um, help from Scotland Yard. Okay. So it's near Scotland. That makes sense. Um, it came... Unless I'm like Scotland Yard or somewhere totally different. I'm totally wrong. I'm, I don't... I'm geograf- geographically declined. Um, it came... <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> not inclined. Definitely <laughs> declined. Um, it came in the form of a celebrated member of Scotland Yard's murder squad, Detective Superintendent Jack Mannings. One of his actions was to appeal to all the Islanders to turn detective, and the press were issued the verbal um, in identikit of the beast this one is follows uh, this is uh, quote the beast always struck at night and up to that point had only struck on moonlit weekends between the hours of 10 to 3 a.m 10 p.m to 3 a.m he appeared to have an intimate knowledge of the n- island particularly the eastern area as he was described as being about 40 to 45 years old five foot six with a mustache and of medium build He is usually described as wearing a low thigh-length jacket or raincoat, which gave off a distinct musty smell, a peaked cap, and gloves. And there's a full picture that I'll post of that, too. It's disgusting. His face was always covered either with a face mask or a scarf covering the lower part of it. Excuse me. He carried a torch with him during the attacks, and his methods followed a distinct pattern. His victims were selected carefully. The usual method of entry was a bedroom window. Once he was in, the man was fast and silent, blindfolded, and tied up the victim's hands. In each case, a rope was placed around their throats, or their necks, sorry, and they were taken to a nearby field and suffered sexual assault, then returned home. He spoke... So
0: when they say sexual assault, it's rape, yes? Yes. Okay. I hate I that think, they do... I, well, I
1: think, like, sexual assault... Um, I, I don't know if there's, like, sodomy or anything involved, so it's just yeah and i
0: sometimes i just there's cases where they 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 worry that it's like say rape yeah Let's quit trying to make it seem less, less than what it is yeah yeah
1: that's what these poor children poor
0: sex with a minor fuck you yeah rape rape Sorry. exactly
1: the assailant um spoke a lot during the attacks with a voice that was described as soft ew and an irish accent he had mentioned at various times a wife, a dead mother who died of drink, that he killed before, and often made a point of saying that he dropped either his cigarettes or his lighter. So, not, he was, as far as I know, he doesn't end up killing anybody, but definitely a serial rapist. Um, Jersey is not a large island. Indeed, it is only less than 46 square miles in total. It stands to reason that someone would know, or at least suspected someone who matched that part of the description every man was looked at all men with criminal records were questioned and interviewed but the beast was still not found don't worry we'll get there so the intervention of scotland yard was effective in that there were no more attacks for two years uh, the beast had gone to ground but in april 1963 he returned attacking oh my god a nine-year-old boy in saint savior in his familiar mo Another attack in St. Um, so he went from April to November of 1963 on an 11-year-old boy, um, followed, then he went to the ground again, so, but he was back in 1964 attacking a 10-year-old girl in Trinity Parish in July. Um, then another one on a 16-year-old boy, followed in August of 64 in the Grauville Parish, and then the beast again went to ground. There were no more attacks for two years, and then the hunt died down. In 1966, the police received a strange letter from an author claiming to be the Beast of Jersey, and it was reproduced as
0: follows. I'll never be your Beast of Jersey. Sorry, I had to do it. It's
1: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> What an intro for this letter that he sent. like, God, I missed you. Okay, my dear sir, I think that it is just the time to tell you that you are just wasting your time, as every time I have done what... That's what it's spelled, what... I always intended to do, and remember it will not stop at this, but I will be fair to you and give you a chance. I've never had much out of this life, but I intend to get everything I can now. I've always wanted to do the perfect crime. I've done this, but this time, let the moon shine very Brit... bright, Brite? Yeah. I don't know. It's B-R-I-T-T-E. It says spelling incorrect in some spots. In September... Because this time it must be perfect. Not one, but two. I'm not a maniac by a long shot, but I like to play with you people. Fucking sicko. Not in the letter. Um, You will hear from me before September, and I will give you all the clues, just to see if you can catch me. Yours very sincerely, wait and see. Oh, wow. (coughs) Ew. Uh, So, it asked, was this author the beast? Because it seemed likely because there was a savage rape on a 15-year-old girl in Trinity Parish in August 1966, as the lot- letter had promised. The attack mirrored the previous runs in the method and description of the signature of the beast, but this time there was a new detail to the attack. There were strange long scratches, regularly spaced and always parallel, that was found on the victim's torso for the first time in the series. Following the attack, there, was, um, there remained the longest lull in the series, for there were no more reported attacks for the remainder of the decade. Wow. So, that was, what did he say, 1960, 1966.
0: So, four years. four
1: years later, on in August of 1970, a 13-year-old boy was awoke- awoken, awakened at his home in Valley, oh, Jesus, Valley de Vaux, mm-hmm, okay. by a torch shining in his face. So, I'm like, I think of like a I don't know kind of torch like maybe like a lantern i don't know i don't know or what those
0: torches where you light things like
1: you write yeah. down a cave yeah. oh yeah like okay yeah, yeah yeah okay that's probably what it is um the beast made the boy get out of bed and took him to a field near the house rear of the house he placed his raincoat on the ground made the boy remove his pajamas uh. and then indecently assaulted him uh. um the boy was returned home and raised the alarm the following morning at 8 a.m having been threatened by the assailant to remain quiet because if you don't if you don't someone will harm your mother and father the boy was very distressed and disheveled and offered a description of what happened that was all too common this time he said he had black spiky hair and a terrifying mask on the boy also had the same scratches on his face and body as found in the victim in the 1966 attack again the majority of the island was interviewed nearly 30,000 people in all were spoken to in the hunt for this beast but he was not caught Police didn't know at the time, but the man who terrorized Jersey for so long had less than a year of freedom left. So, that was August of 1970. July 10th, 1970. That was literally just a couple weeks ago. That's also my cousin Jessica's birthday. Hail. Um, had started as a routine night shift for the Jersey police officers John Riseborough and Tom McGinn. Out on parole uh, patrol duties focused around the St. Helier, Helier, Hellier? area at 11:45 p.m. they pulled up at some traffic lights when a small Morris 1100 saloon car shot past them at high speed jumping the lights out and jumping um I lost my place jumping the lights and driving in a very erratic manner. I just had a foot go in my rib um the officers officers yep I can't even talk now because Apollo is not letting me breathe. Um, <laughs> immediately gave pursuit in their car, chased him at mo- chased the Morris at high speeds for a number of miles. During the pursuit, the car sideswiped several vehicles, drove on the wrong side of the road, and even drove footpaths at high speed in an attempt to shake the police off. Finally, it crashed through a hedge and came to rest in the middle of a tomato field. Um, the police officers, who rode off their own patrol car as a result of the pursuit, gave chase to the fleeing driver on foot and managed to catch him after one of the officers got him in a low rugby tackle. A
0: low rugby tackle. That's adorable. That's (laughs) an adorable... um,
1: Okay. So the driver struggled wildly but was ultimately arrested and taken to police headquarters. It was only when they got back to the police station did they fully appreciate just how normal of a rest this hadn't been when the light of the police station they saw how clearly the man looked and how he was dressed. He was wearing an old raincoat, one that smelled musty as that struck both the officers the raincoat had 1-inch nails and okay um so the raincoat that he was wearing had 1-inch nails protruding from both shoulders and the and the lapels of the coat and he was wearing cloth bands around his wrists that again had protruding 1-inch nails ooh wow he's wearing old trousers tucked into socks carpet slippers and woolen gloves because you know you got to be comfy Carpet slippers. Carpet slippers. Called that. That's. I fucking love Jersey. This is great. (laughs) A strange sight, as you can imagine. But when the suspect emptied the pockets of the coat, it Mm. got even stranger. So removed from the coat was a torch with black tape covering the front to provide only a narrow shaft of light. Mm. Two links of sash cord, a woolen cap, several empty cigarette packets, rolls of adhesive tape, and a black wig with stiff, spiky hair. When, with mounting suspicion that they had at least found, at last found, the Beast of Jersey, the, sp- 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 so some, yep, the suspicion became overwhelming when they removed the final item of the raincoat. It was a homemade, horrific face mask. Like, it's really, like, I mean, Leatherface is creepy as fuck, but this is, it's just as fucking unsettling as that. Um, And the man was named Edward John Lewis pacenell
0: I don't know. A.K.A fucking cock stain like yeah fuck this guy um, fuck this guy with those one inch nails in his fucking penis hole every day for the rest of forever ugh. from um no yeah. sorry with screws yes. so it's got the ridgy things
1: Ooh, yeah big yes fu-
0: Ooh. You know, or a big fucking drill you know what i'll just i'll figure it out i'll figure it out
1: she's gonna just put him on a fucking uh Ew. craftsman table and just go nuts
0: fuck here yeah and
1: bolt. She's
0: crafty. She gets around.
1: <laughs> She's on a roll right now. Um, he was a native Jersey man who came from an affluent family. He was 46 years old and a building contractor well known throughout the island. He was married with a daughter and two of course stepchildren. I knew.
0: Fucking, I knew mm, yep. They always
1: are. Um, the only skirt with criminal record he had was when he was served a month's imprisonment during the German occupation of the island in the Second World War for stealing food to distribute to starving families. And I
0: also knew he wasn't going to have a record either.
1: Yep. Okay. His wife Joan ran a foster home for children <gasps> called La Preference and met him through um, because he was a handyman there. The oh. children knew him as Uncle Ted, I want to throw up, um, who always had sweets and gifts for them, played with them, and dressed up as Santa Claus every year to distribute presents to Did the children ever, at the home.
0: Was there any record of him hurting any of the foster I don't kids?
1: I think so, but I don't. No. Oh my gosh. Um. So he married her in night, uh, Joan in 1959. But their marriage was punctuated with frequent rows, until shortly after the birth of the couple's daughter, when they lived as man and wife in name alone. Fancy. Okay. Following their separation. Okay. So they're. Yeah. Okay. I get what it means now.
0: I don't. That um, made no sense to me. That was like Greek.
1: <laughs> marriage was punctu. Like it's just like. It was just like they were married on paper. It was just a
0: formality. Is yeah, kind of. Okay. And
1: they had sex and made a kid once.
0: Okay. Um,
1: following the separate. Well, yeah,
0: because he preferred. Sorry.
1: Children. Yeah. Or at uh, children and a women,
0: twenty-something year olds.
1: Yep. Um, uh, so they ended up separating. Mama. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna put it. That's some the switch.
1: Yeah, I guess. Down there on the bottom. You have to pull the drawer out and take it upstairs and have your cousins help you and they can have one if they want.
0: Uh, no. Off the top. Hey, if you're not going to share, that's not nice. I don't I, let them do that to you. Hey, what is this do? I don't get out.
1: Pull it out. And share with your cousins.
0: Oh, so pretty?
1: Yeah, you've got a whole set in there that you don't... Yeah, have.
0: please share because you wouldn't like that if they didn't share with you at my house, right? Yeah, exactly. What's what share It's okay? vanilla. There's four. That's Xander's favorite, vanilla. Go take Zabri, it upstairs. may not want any, but Xander probably will. He loves vanilla. You can have one. Oh. And then I have one? Sure. Two. And if Zabri wants one, too, Yes. Okay? Thanks, Bug.
1: 28 minutes. Okay. Um, Guess what, guys? You've got several minutes
0: you're going to have to Guess <laughs> what, Guess what, guys? <laughs> That oh, was cute. I got that Nella pudding!
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> this is going to be fun to edit. Um, okay, so they separated. Um, he ended up building an annex onto the house where the couple lived, consisting of an office and a large sitting room, and took himself to live there. He's considered overall a kind and considerate man with, who was ah, good with children, but one who had never let go of the roaming spirit that he had since childhood. Roaming.
0: You got a Roman uh, fucking degenerate cock.
1: Yep. Um, which was keeping irregular hours and often going out fishing or for walks at night. Sexually, his wife considered him to be normal and, if anything, to have a very low sex drive, although at the time of his arrest, um, Paisnell had at least one mistress.
0: I thought you were going to say he had a massive erection. (laughs) Sorry.
1: You know what? We're going to just, for story's sake, say that's true, even though it's probably 100% not factual. My God, a uh, mistress, a uh, massive cock, <laughs> massive cock. No, that's not even mine. That I'm <laughs> leaving. Massive erection. It's probably like a little blip. Probably. Like, oh, this That'd really got away from me. Gross. Um. Okay. When questioned about his st- strange apparel and ex- and asked to explain his actions on the night he was arrested, he gave very strange answers. Weird. Um. He said he had been on. Oh, This is great. Just wait. He was on his way to an orgy and borrowed the car to get there to avoid anyone seeing him and identifying him on the way there. The nails in the clothing, he said, were a defense against anyone using martial arts to attack him. (laughs) He refused to say anything about the mask and wig, but noticed that he had adhesive tape marks on his face that matched the tape inside the mask, meaning he had clearly worn it at some point that night. Oh, boy. He was locked up for that for the night and police set out to search his home by now quietly convinced that they had the Beast of Jersey under arrest. Um, And what they found there was mind fucking blowing. So in his bedroom they found a secret locked room that he had several items of clothing including a blue track seat and an old fawn raincoat, homemade wigs and hats and false eyebrows. Um, There was a camera hanging on a hook and several photographs of various houses. There were also several black magic paraphernalia oh my god Mm -hmm. paraphernalia a homemade altar a sizable library about the occult and black magic rituals and a very large curved wooden sword hanging on the wall you know casual things um there was no doubting in fleece mind they had caught the beast of jersey
0: okay i'm sorry if you dabble in black magic that doesn't mean you're gonna be this guy though
1: no like black magic there's i mean um, there's
0: there's there's some there's some hmm? And there's some whatever. Yeah, it's not. It's not all about being this fucking
1: sadistic monster that goes out and rapes so many children. Yeah, let alone the women he attacked.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, he was eventually charged on 13 counts, including rape, indecent assault, and sodomy against six victims, but um, with all but one being a minor. His trial in November nineteen seventy one revealed an obsession with black magic and with one um, and with one of the most evil men in history, Gillis de Rey. I don't know. Gill- sure. And how uh Paisnell claimed himself to be a distant descendant of him. Perhaps the crimes of Paisnel were in some way an attempt to emulate the actions of Gillis himself and only stopped short of murder. I don't know what that guy did, so we may have to look into that. Um, Paisnola had never explained what motivated him to go out and commit the terrifying and savage attacks that he did indeed when questioned about anything he gave evasive and babbling answers. <laughs> so I didn't even know it said babbling. Hello, welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Uh, descended into talks of curses, covens, and hints at black magic involvement. Otherwise, he just point blank refused to answer any questions or be, or he would tell police to prove it. Because wow. he's a fucking child.
0: Uh, no, he's not. He just liked him. Mm, I didn't mean to word it like that. It's okay.
1: Garbage. Human. Monster yes. fuck. Okay. Um, so, there was no question of an insanity defense. It was revealed how cunning he was and pre planned his attacks were, especially because he photographed the houses that he had earmarked as targets to attack the children. Blech. Sometimes years in advance. That makes me... I Years blech.
0: in advance? Well, you gotta remember this happened over I just, <coughs> like six or seven years it's mind blown like i just it's not shocking at the same time as much as it is absolutely right. shocking years because i i would i imagined when i think of serial killer or whatever but like grievous serial whatevers yeah um maybe months but years yeah wow that's terrifying.
1: So, yeah, that explained how um, he ex- knew exactly what room to go to and how not to disturb the occupants and how to access and aggress the property. Um, he kept the photographs as trophies because, you know, fucking serial monsters right. do that. He affected the Irish action accent um, while committing the attacks, dropped cigarette packets, and gave random misleading details about himself to his victims In reality, they were all red herrings to lead police away from his trail. He was a native of Jersey and was a non-smoker. Oh, that's...
0: That's pretty smart. That's Sorry.
1: unfortunately smart. Like, oof. He was proud of his crimes, yeah, clearly. And boastful. Well, which...
0: boastful Sorry. With this podcast, who isn't? Like, yeah, exactly. usually... Especially
1: because they're like, oh, I, I can get, keep getting this... Right. Like, some of them, like, not in this case, but there's so many stories you hear of people getting these slaps on the wrist for committing the things they do, even before it turns into murder. Right. And they're like, oh, let's see how far I can push this. Let's see how far yeah. I can push this.
0: Yeah. Because, um, yeah, his next thing would have, but I have no doubt it would be murder. Yeah. these serial rapings, is yep. gonna get, it's going to get boring.
1: And the fact that it didn't over the course of the years yeah. that it happened, just is kind of mind-blowing on its own. Facts. He was proud of his crimes and boastful, having wrote the letter to police, which was confirmed as being his handwriting by um, his wife. Oh, yeah. The mask um, was di- dined, designed not only to disguise him, but to inflict terror on his victims also. Sorry. <clears throat> My throat's like super dry. I should have got a water. Um the nails in the raincoat. Mmm. Mm, Snapple. sponsor mm, it's us.
0: So good. Thank you.
1: Um the nails in the raincoat were placed in such positions um to injure someone by grabbing him. Okay. His... on his wrist and his shoulders, his I shoulders? think.
0: Shoulders. Yeah.
1: And I think on the yeah, on the cufflinks or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's It's fucking smart, too. God damn it. Fucking Goddamn monster! Fucking okay. I'm fine. I lost my spot. Um, they were designed to help him get away, possibly interrupted. Definitely bad, but in no way mad. <laughs> I like that. Um, it also emerged that he had um, he had been just one of just 13 men on the island who refused to give fingerprints during the search for the beast, as was the right of a Jersey resident at the time. That's a lot of people. Like 13. That's a lot of potential. People who are like, I don't want my fingerprints fingerprinted. Like, yeah. no, thank you. So, <laughs> on November 29th nineteen seventy one, it took the uh, thirty eight minutes for a guilty verdict to sure. be reached against him on all charges, and he was taken away to wait, await sentencing. Um, that ending of this isn't so sweet. Um, he stood in the same court for two weeks and stood impassive as he was sentenced to thirty years imprisonment for his monstrous crimes. He's taken to Winchester Prison to ser- begin his sentence, and he appealed his conviction and sentence in 19 se- uh, September of 1972, but his appeal was unsuccessful, and he was returned to prison to serve out his sentence. So 1972, he was released in 1991 after being a model prisoner. Ew. So 20 what? early 20 years.
0: Somebody get a fucking drill and find this man. Put it in his penis hole.
1: Right. Um. So yeah, like I said, he's released in 1991. Returned to Jersey, albeit briefly. However, local feeling was still so strong by Islanders who remembered his reign of terror, and eventually he was hounded out and moved to the Isle of Wight, where he died of a heart attack Always in 1994. But so. I
0: hope your fucking heart attack was, was so fucking painful.
1: And I hope you have, like, a heart attack every day in health. Yeah. Um, and, like, and, three and, to four times a day, actually. And,
0: and you're sitting on, on a fucking drill that fucking, what is it called, where you dox your penis...
1: Yeah. <laughs> and his butthole at the same time. Yes. I don't know how that's happening, but it's happening. It's, no, it's how. Thanks exactly. Happen. If you're not, do you hear us down there? Mm-hmm. Get on it. Um mm-hmm. since his death, um there's been unsubstantiated reports um that he was involved in child abuse which co- concerning with that um Haute de la Grande children's home. Papers that were released during the independent Jersey care inquiry revealed him to be a regular visitor there. Blah. And had previously heard evidence that he prowled the halls and rooms of the law preference home, which was run by his mother-in-law and Joan. So you brought that up earlier about the foster home she ran during the 1960s in his terrifying mask. A former resident of the home in the 60s, known only as Mr. D, gave evidence saying that he would um, pay signal on... Uh-huh. had on numerous occasions crept in the home at night through the windows dressed in a raincoat and gloves and used chloroform to drug children and remove them from bed to abuse him in a signature fashion <laughs> <laughs> So this is a quote <laughs> from mr. Dean's uh-huh. Demon um, yeah. it's um, he, This like I said quote one night I was asleep and I felt a presence in there and it was personal stood staring at me he had some kind of mask on him. The Payston's house was so eerie. We, we were when we were doing the outer building. You could see cats strung up, and you would actually see him strangling cats. Oh, oh my God! Gosh. Um, I just couldn't stay there any longer. I always sensed that Payston was evil, evil. But you just sensed that something pure evil was going on in that place. Um, however, despite any allegations made against in relation to abuse at that Ote de la gran de la Guerin, <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> He was, in, he was not included in the initial inquiry looking at the historic sexual abuse at the home, um, which was stated in Oper- Operation Rectangle. The police file stated that there was no firm evidence to hand in the, ev- ah, quote, no firm evidence to hand in the investigation that Payson was responsible for any abu- abuse that falls within the parameters of the investigation. he fuck right off. Right. Um... So, yet it would appear likely that he had committed many more crimes than he was charged with and tried for. The attacks led to the charges he was tried and imprisoned for are the ones that have been detailed here. And who knows just how many unrecognized victims of the, mon- of the monster are out there. Yes, he's long dead now, but the memory of the beast of Jersey will never f- be forgotten. Not by police who searched for him for more than a decade. Not by the longtime residents of Jersey. And certainly not by his victims.
0: Ew, that guy. Ew. Ew. Gross.
1: What a fucking case that was. I think that may have been one I found on Snapchat. Mama. Yeah. We're almost done. We're
0: almost there. No. I'm gonna play with my
1: cousin. Okay, we'll go upstairs and play with your cousins. They're only going to be here for a few more minutes. We're almost done. Go. I'm play with them. Okay, well you're not having my phone.
0: Oh, you take my scissors
1: Yeah, but I got this one. Okay. Let us finish, okay? We're almost done. I just want
0: message? Hey.
1: Okay, go upstairs for five more minutes. No. Kevin okay, sit here. Arlo,
0: can you say, hi, Babylonians? Say hi.
1: No? Okay, then go away. Go play. You look like you got a bug bite on your face.
0: Mama, Penny told me to get on the face or not?
1: Okay. Let us finish up here, please. You've, you haven't seen your cousins for almost three weeks.
0: I want to go back home. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to finish. So you got to be quiet, okay? All right.
1: So. <laughs> so, that was a doozy. That was a for doozy. For sure.
2: Well, yeah, I'll
1: be. It's hiding.
2: Oh here, Oh here.
1: Okay, go upstairs and I'll show it to you in five minutes. Go. No. My child's being a doozy right now. There's a lot of editing I've done on this, but you guys don't even know. You don't even know? <laughs> You're screaming and yelling? You don't even know? <laughs> but, so, I wanted to look up where that... Um, Jersey Island is? Is that what it was? Beast of Jersey. Oh, looks like there's a movie. Ooh. 2017. It's just called Beast. Ugh. Okay, no, that's uh, that's, that's a little bit different. Never mind. Beast
0: doesn't go far enough. Like, it's just horrific and, duh, I mean, fucking... I I don't know where Jersey
1: is. It's the largest of the Channel Islands between England and France. Ah, oh, weird enough, Guernsey is right really? by there.
0: Hey, Guernsey!
1: Oh, <laughs> how did you guys know?
0: We love you. Look right. at us. So, tell us more. Like, if you know more oh, information please, please, that we for didn't, for the love
1: of God, message in. You can email us at Bloody Babbles Podcast at Gmail. You can slide into our DM- DMs on Instagram. That's a good way, or messaging us on Twitter. Uh, bloody babbles podcast on facebook anywhere anywhere please please please. please. yeah that's so crazy that Uh, is awesome
0: thank you universe that's freaking cool
1: i didn't even know (laughs) i didn't even know that is so crazy that is just like right right by there oh bananas okay that just blew my brain apart um so yeah uh so this was a little bit i mean still true crime but a little less murdery than we normally do but don't worry we got some coming for you
0: Okay, music is what <laughs> <laughs>
1: fantasy and world music by the Fighters. Okay, guys. Um, until next time. Hopefully, Wyoming will eventually show up. Yeah. Hey, I'm Wyoming. Up. Maybe I'll maybe I'll change up the cases. I've started working notes on. Just find a Wyoming case.
0: We're just gonna do a whole bunch of Wyoming. Yeah, it's, maybe that's what August will be. Will be the month of Wyoming. Okay. All right. And so if you know of some Wyoming killers, let us, hit us up, show us, us up. show us uh, by, sh- by DMing us, by us, yeah. tweeting us, by emailing, emailing us, messaging, all of it. If
1: you know me personally, let me know.
0: Yeah. And then also like and review us, please. Yes, rate and
1: review. That's rate really important, review. especially yes. like, I know we use podchaser.com too, which is just podchasers.com slash Bloody babbles podcast, but big one is Apple podcast. I know not everybody listens on Apple um, there's not ways to do it on Spotify or anything like that, but yeah, definitely rating and reviewing, um, especially because we're ranked in a few countries now. I know I, I don't know them all off the top of my head, but I know there's Greece, Poland, Portugal, uh, and India, and there's I know there's a couple more that were on their charts. So give us
0: a few tidbits of what yes. you'd like us to do more of, less of, just yes. start doing or stop doing. <laughs> exactly <laughs> but we're always going to babble because it's in the title yeah so. it's literally like
1: its own warning just by being in the disclaimer like we are here to babble we're also sisters and <laughs> anybody we bring on we babble with them Facts. um i know ian eventually will come back around and come uh, join us on an episode shashana can yes video I chat love Me- to
0: video chat and then just drool listening to his accent it's nice cream. i love it
1: okay well until next time guys babylon babble on.
2: Have you ever wondered what shows are like in foreign countries, but the language barriers would stop you from giving them a chance? My name's Maggie, and I host the podcast, Have You Seen It?, where I talk about TV shows from countries all around the world. If you're like me, you spend more time on Netflix looking for something to watch than actually watching something. So if you don't want to spend time scrolling through Netflix or even Hulu, check out my podcast for some show suggestions. I talk about the plots, tell you who the cast is, what I liked, and what I didn't like about the shows. And I also throw in some fun facts about each country, tell you where in the world the show takes place, how close they are to any other shows that I've already covered, mention any cultural differences or similarities that I noticed, and my favorite part are the words and phrases that I picked up while watching these shows. You can check out Have You Seen It? on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and most other places you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Official HYSI. That's O F F I C I A L H Y S I. And make sure to like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Official HYSI. Let me help you find your new favorite show.